Hello there. Oh, come on in out of the cold. It is a wild, alarming time out in the world right now, and I am glad you've arrived. Welcome to Here's Hoping, my imaginary coffee shop, where good conversations are always on the menu, no matter what it happens to look like inside or what is happening outside. I'm Catherine Gabriel-Jones, your humble barista and host at Here's Hoping. For about 15 years, I marinated myself in history and political science, specifically the Thirty Years' War. It spanned from 1618 to 1648, and it swallowed most of the Holy Roman Empire in a tidal wave of violence, famine, and disease. I would talk about the Thirty Years' War with just about anyone who would listen. One of my friends said I had the equivalent of a detective's crazy wall detailing the ways in which the Thirty Years' War impacted the Western world throughout the intervening decades and centuries, even up until today. Now, you turn the dial of history to the current time, and depending upon where your feet happen to be planted and what you see, the world and the future before us looks pretty grim. And I'm not going to lie, in the face of what I see in the news and what's happening in the world, saying here's hoping, kind of seems a little fanciful and wistful, more than aspirational or practically achievable. When Nathaniel and I first sat down and shared our conversation, we happened to be in the first year of the pandemic. We were facing unprecedented challenges. Now, today, the upheaval and challenges that we are facing are different. But see, that's something I really love about creating this podcast. At my imaginary coffee shop, here's hoping, the pearls of wisdom seem particularly fitting, and that is just as true today. In this time, when the grim challenges facing us today, now, loom even higher, and they seem to cast deeper, darker shadows across our paths. No matter how foolish or fanciful or wistful it might seem, I'll say it. Here's hoping. I'd encountered somebody who once said that they never wanted to use the word hope. Hope to them was a toxin because they felt so much that hope was away from the present. It was trying to live into a world that was not valid. Right. They actually said, you need to come back to me in like three months and let me think about this and try to figure out what word I use. So I'm curious because there's so much societal weight on this word hope. I mean, you have everything from Hallmark, precious moment, <laughs> little figurines, all the way over to like the movie Constantine, you know, right. where he's flipping Satan the bird as he's dying. And so what is a word that you might use to describe the feeling of sunrise in your own heart. 
Weirdly enough, as I've been thinking about various writing concepts I've been working on lately, I've thought about how in my head I don't really think in words a lot of times. It's a very abstract place. Ooh! So it really is less, you know, what word do I use in place of hope or to represent hope and more the feeling itself. Yeah. So I, it's hard to, to describe it because it feels like distilling it down into something that can't, that ultimately kind of misses the mark. It's just this complex soup of emotions and impressions which does make it kind of hard to get out onto a podcast I'm now realizing. Oh, but I love that because there's this image in my head of this beautifully set table Mm. with all of these different nourishing dishes, all of my favorite dishes, like, you know, the homemade cranberry sauce and the pecan pie that I just finally made for the first time, even though I was terrified of it for so long. Yay, congratulations. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And, And matzo ball soup and butterscotch pudding and all the things that I would never put together on a plate mm-hmm. but they're all my favorite food mm. that's yeah. what that's, that's what your description brings to mind it's not a bad way of putting it honestly a whole bunch of things that might seem even contradictory but are all just kind of getting mashed together but um Hmm. Let me let me take a moment to think about this one. Yes, please. I want to see if I can put it into words, even if that's not yeah. how it originates. I think lately for me specifically hope during the pandemic has meant just flashes of what the world will look like after like going in places without masks being back at the beach again giving my parents a hug just being able to like smile unencumbered by the the day-to-day trials that we've all been going through being able to just being able to go outside like walk out the front door without a mask will feel like such an achievement after this is all over oh that's nice but yeah i think that's that really a lot of images and not a lot of words is what i'm getting at here like i can see it like they're little snippets from a tv show but it's hard to other than uh really sketching it out further with words it's uh, that's that's what you get <laughs> Nathaniel is absolutely correct. Words sometimes fail us, and all we're left with are images portraying what our heart might feel, or what might be going through our mind. And there's something really special about the gift that Nathaniel shared in saying, this complex soup of emotions and impressions, it's... It's this whole bunch of things that might even seem contradictory and are smashed together. But it perfectly 
and exquisitely portrays what you might be feeling in that moment. Distilling that whole soup down into something, some packaged word, some statement, some phrase, it might ultimately miss the mark. And it can't really express to someone in our life what might be happening. Nathaniel shares with wonderful, vulnerable curiosity this most precious gift when he states, I think lately, for me, specifically, hope during this particular time means, wow. I want to say that one more time. I think lately, for me, specifically hope during this particular time means, wow. In this time in history, when so much is happening, every day is filled with more things that are alarming, more changes that fill me with dread that threaten the lives of those I love most. It takes longer to say what we mean. So I'll share this gift one more time. I think lately, for me, specifically hope during this particular time means Imagine allowing your experience of hope to change as you change. Imagine recognizing that how you hope will be different as time changes, as the challenges in your life shift, as you evolve through the stages and eons and moments of your life. What's happening in your life where you are right now? Think about that. Just let it be. Notice that. Sometimes the hardships and challenges and fears that we face can feel too enormous to comprehend. Yet we still live with them. And yet, and yet, there will be an after you'll get through this challenge. There will be an after. What will the world look like after? Sometimes imagining an after feels too difficult to entertain. Other times, that dream of what might be in that after carries us through the present. It gives us something to hold on to even if that after might not meet our expectations, even if it's different than what we hoped for. Nathaniel's beautiful words, I can see it, those images representing hope in my life, even when words fail me. And sometimes words do, they fail us. So when words fail you, 
What images represent hope in your life? They could be those snippets from movies or TV shows, as Nathaniel says. They could be smells, memories, colors, the texture of a fabric, a food, an animal, something that expresses that hope. It's what we get, and sometimes it's all we need to get us to the after. Here's hoping. Thank you for joining me today at my imaginary coffee shop. I am, as always, your host, Catherine Gabriel-Jones. I'm really grateful you've shared part of your day with me. Whether this is your first visit to Here's Hoping or you're a regular, please consider sharing this episode with a friend so other people can find their way to Here's Hoping. If you're interested in having a conversation with me in my imaginary coffee shop, you can always send me an email at hereshopingpodcast at gmail.com or you can send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Music for Here's Hoping has been composed and produced by the Reverend Dr. Seth Jones. Thank you, man. Original artwork for Here's Hoping has been created by Ty Sorex with additional graphics created with Canva. And bear in mind that Ty Sorex is open for commissions. Their work is amazing. I'll include links in the show notes so that you can see more of Ty Sorex's artwork. Today there is a quote by the author of The Little Prince, and I'd love to leave it with you because it seems really fitting. But before I give you the quote, I'd like to make a humble disclosure. I do not speak French, and I have very little confidence that I will pronounce the author's name correctly. So I ask for your humble forgiveness and recognition that uh, I am doing my best. But regardless... Here is the quote by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. One sees clearly only with the heart. Anything essential is invisible to the eyes. And in the face of all that's happening in the world, I want you to know that I believe in you. There truly are more things on heaven and earth that we could dream of in our philosophy, and we can make it to the after. Bundle up against the cold wind of the world. Take care of yourself when you go back outside, and take care of each other, because we will be able to make it down this road together. Until next time. Bye-bye.